0: This is Made Hot on Mike, the podcast where we discuss sexual wellness, mental health, relationships and self-love. And we also talk about a bunch of other topics that actually has nothing to do with the actual topics in the podcast. But that's how we roll. That's how we roll. (laughs) So we encourage you to get on your self-care journey. With us. Enjoy. Welcome back to Made Hot on Mike. It's been a while. It's been a while. But we're back, back in the studio in cold, cold Stockholm. And today we have a very special guest with us for the first time on the podcast. Welcome, Rina Martin. I'm so
1: happy to be here with you, ladies.
0: We're so happy that you're here. Yes, finally. Not in real life, but you're here. (laughs) You're here. Well, it took some time. The day has
1: come. The (laughs) The day, day has come. Yes.
0: It took some time with coordination, synchronizing calendars, but time zones, time zones. Because where is Reina? Reina is in LA. In LA, I'm in Los Angeles. Yes,
1: you have the palm trees and the sun. We don't. <laughs> yes. Yes, I must. I'm, not to rub it in, but the weather is a little different over here right now than uh, cold Stockholm. <laughs> but that is what it is. <laughs> For
0: sure. Yeah, I hate seeing your stories on Instagram. I'm like, oh, <laughs> she only wears a jeans jacket. <laughs> I'm like, I wish I could do that. <laughs> it's been so long. <laughs> We're living our life through you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> so, Reina, um, I'll make a little short introduction. You are a women's intimacy expert and you are a former sex crime DA and you have a fantastic program as a coach called Shameless, right? That is correct. Tell us what is it all about.
1: Oh, so um, my shameless coaching program is eight weeks long. It is for the woman who needs some support, loving her body, experiencing deep intimacy, and having great sex, shame-free. So I work with women from all different backgrounds. Some are partnered, some are single. I've worked with women in their 20s, women in their 60s, straight women, gay women, bisexual women, women all across the spectrum. And they come to me for different reasons. Um, Some are healing from a really bad breakup and want to figure out what the heck is going on with them and what they're looking for so that they can date more mindfully. Some have been married for 10 years, 15 years, 20 years and and the sex and intimacy has become stagnant or it was never really that great to begin with. And so I've worked Um, with women individually who then bring that work into their partnership in order to find a kind of intimacy that they never even had with their partner. I've worked with women who've always had sexual fantasies that perhaps they've been ashamed of or didn't know how to navigate or understand or start indulging in. So really what I do is, even though it follows a structure and it follows an eight-week program, I work with women individually too because every woman is unique. So I work with them to help them reach their goals, whatever those might be. So we do meet one-on-one individually every week throughout the eight weeks. I also have a group session that they're welcome to attend. That's on Wednesdays. We call it the Fem Forum and women can come in as often as they like, as little as they like there. And once they've graduated from the program, they're still invited back. So they get to remain a part of that community Hmm. and have ongoing support too. Um, I also have two other coaches on my team who help me out. One focuses on stress and perfectionism because I found one thing, only one thing to be in common with the over- 50 women who have been through my program by this point, that all women suffer from perfectionism. Really? So I, after noticing that, yes, yes. And, and you cannot experience true intimacy while battling with perfectionism. You can't experience it as a perfectionist. So mm-hmm. I have a coach on my team who also works with my clients one-on-one to help them with that a key component of the work I do is subconscious work. So I do a little bit myself with my clients and then towards the end of the program, they get a really in-depth subconscious session with another coach on my team who's trained in a process called RIM, regenerating images and memory. So we do that, but
0: what is that?
1: Well, it's so hard to put into words, um, but it's a process that was developed by a psychotherapist. And she basically found that conventional talk therapy was taking a really, really long time for people to see results because 95% of of our beliefs, our emotions, our actions on a daily basis are stemming from the subconscious part of our brain. So when you're going to talk therapy, conventional therapy, that's only hitting the top 5%. Mm. So imagine that this other 95% of your brain speaks a different language than the other than that top 5%. So working with somebody who is trained in RIM allows them to speak the same language as the subconscious part of your brain. So the process really uses your imagination and allows you to explore where some of these blocks are coming from. So Everything I do is rooted in neuroscience, rooted in understanding how our brains work and how we can change because we can change. Our brains are plastic, right? There's this idea of neuroplasticity that we can change, but a lot of people assume that therapy is the final stop, and so the overwhelming majority of my clients have been through conventional therapy, not all of them, but but most of them. And while they found it to be helpful in some ways, for many women, they end up feeling more broken because they'll come to me and say, I've been in therapy for four years and I'm still having these problems. There must be something really wrong with me. And that's not the case. It's just that therapy does one thing and it does it very well. But there's so much more going on beneath the surface. So we have to really dismantle, figure out what's going on in the subconscious, but then tell you what to do. You have yeah. to go out and do action steps. And therapists, mm. I don't know how it is in Sweden, but, but here therapists are not supposed to tell you what to do. And that's Same why coaching yeah. is is different, right? Yeah. It's different than therapy. So I make that very clear that that the coach-client relationship, you're going to have to go out and do things, but that's how our brains change is through new experiences. You have to work a little for it. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And so everything I do, it's it's the lawyer in me. I, I, I use an <laughs> evidence-based approach. I want to <laughs> know, okay, I'm having you do this for this reason, um, which really separates my program from a lot of the other work that's being done in the sex and intimacy coaching space, because I don't come from a spiritual place. I come from from an evidence neuroscientific space. So a lot of my clients are thinkers. They're high achieving women who've been taught they can think their way out of this. And so it's going in there and, and we can do this very quickly, which is why my program is only eight weeks long, because our time is valuable and I want to get women the most efficient and effective results I possibly can. And it turns out, you can do that in eight weeks. So that's probably more than you wanted to know about my program, but that really goes in the, the ins and outs.
0: <laughs> no, we love this. Lo- this is so interesting. Yes, yeah. it is. And I love the approach. I love that yes. it's like more neuroscience based and that it is, it is, it's like a different angle on your yeah. coaching program. And it takes you from point A to yes. point Z and then you're like, you're done. You've in done a journey. Weeks. Yeah, it's yeah. a journey and you're taking it and you're working for it. And there's something shifting and changing. Yeah, and we can see it on the testimonials uh, that Beautiful we read. Beautiful testimonials. Beautiful testimonials. And yeah. people are really, like, getting big uh, changes and breakthroughs and are just in awe of their yeah, own their results with you. And their partners seeing that. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. How does that feel? Yeah, I mean... How does that feel for oh you? My when gosh. you read those things and when, it, they, like, <laughs> when you talk to them after those eight weeks and, like, and you really made, like, this amazing impact on these women or like
1: the relationship? It's the best feeling. It's the best feeling in the whole world, you know, because I do this because my, my journey was really hard and it took me years to figure this out on my own. And I thought to myself, what would I have needed Mm. at the beginning of my journey to, to save myself the time, the money, but, but, of so the pain, the shame, the anguish and how can I deliver that to other women so that they can do this in, a, in much shorter time than it took me? And I am so grateful and and also I'm proud of myself for being able to do this. Of but course. I always yeah. tell my clients, you know, when they thank me for it, it's like no, you put in the work you put in the work and this is work. It is work. But if you do it and you follow the program and you trust the process, you'll get the results that you want.
0: Yeah. And how did your coaching career start?
1: Ooh, yeah. What, interesting what happened? question from
0: DA yes. to, it's like, sec- to sexual intimacy expert? I know, right? Yeah, Um, big contrast. (laughs) Did you just like wake up one day and just like, no, I want to do this? Or was this like something that was like brewing inside of you? Like, tell us. We're so curious. Yeah. Okay, so I've
1: specialized in sex crimes, child abuse and domestic violence cases for about 10 years while I was a deputy district attorney at the Los Angeles County DA's office. And about 10 years in... Even though the work when it was great when i when I was able to help victims and survivors um achieve justice within the system, it was the greatest job in the world. But it became clear to me that there were some deep flaws within our system, and it was devastating for me and After a very uh, difficult verdict that I got in a um child molestation case, I said to myself, you know, I can't, I can't do these kinds of cases anymore. It was, it was really um, tearing me apart Hmm. and I couldn't, I couldn't tell one more family, hey, the jury did not believe your daughter. I couldn't, I couldn't be a part of the system in that way. So what I did is I transitioned out of doing that, those kinds of cases and um, spent some time working in other units within the DA's office, one of which is a unit that would um, prosecute law enforcement, so police officers, sheriff's deputies, and we would go after them um, when they would commit crimes, and we would investigate all officer-involved shootings. And um, Mm. one day, uh, after I had transferred into that unit, I, I, I... it wasn't lighting me up. It wasn't exciting me. And I talked to my partner and, and to be clear, my, my, my life, my romance partner, not a partner at work, but, yeah. <laughs> but my partner. And, and um, I, and I said to him, you know, I just, I don't really know if this is the right match for me being in this unit. I just, it, it's not exciting to me. Um, it's not lighting me up. I feel a little bit like a rubber stamp, but like a cog in the machine. Hmm. And he said, well, why do other people want to be in this unit? I said, well, a lot of people want to be in this unit because they want to become judges or they want to join upper management within the DA's office because it is a very elite unit to be in. And he asked me, you know, do you want to be a judge? Do you want to join upper management? And the answer was No. And yes. it was literally in that moment that I realized, why the heck am I still doing this?
0: But that is so interesting. Somebody just asks yeah. you a question. The right question. The right
1: question at yeah. the right time. And you're just, oh my God. And it clicked. And it clicked. Right. And that's really, you know, that's the beauty of of coaching even, of helping people. Is Sometimes it's just one statement or one question. I'm, I'm getting chills just saying this because I'm yeah. thinking back to a statement my my therapist had made to me, but um, that, that kind of changes your approach on everything. So I decided that I wanted um, to help women because I was at a really great point in my personal life at that point. And if I could help one woman the way um, my therapist had helped me, even though it, it took me Quite a long time working with her, then I would be able to find meaning in my life without having to rely on juries and judges to do the right thing, that I could just cut out the middleman and help women myself. So, my plan at that time was actually to go back to school so that I could become a therapist. um, And I would do that on a part-time basis while still working at the DA's office um, and having that stability. So that was my plan. Mm -hmm. And then the pandemic hit. And at at that time, um, we didn't know how long it was going to last, obviously. And like most people, I took a really hard look at my life. And after I had baked all the bread and watched all the TV. And I had so much time on my hands. I was like, I love what could I start? Right? <laughs> baked all the bread. <laughs> I was bored. Yes. But I thought, okay, what what can I do um, that to see if I can start helping people sooner? Because I don't know how it works in Sweden, but here the road to becoming a therapist is a long road. It involves... Yes. Thousands of hours of uh, clinical work, especially in California where I live, mm-hmm. um, it's 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 a very long road, and it. I I wondered, is there a way that I can start helping women sooner, just to see if I even enjoy it? Yeah. Before I go back to school, and... like a test, exactly. And so yeah. I enrolled in a six month coaching certification program. And during the program, part of it is you have to accrue a certain number of practice hours as well. And everyone in my class knew that I wanted to work in the women's intimacy space, that that was my specialty. And what happened was women started reaching out to me within my coaching program saying, hey, I know you're doing this kind of work. Um, Do you need some practice hours? Because I need help with that. Oh. And I ended up, yeah, I graduated with about four times as many practice hours as I needed because I could see that women needed this exactly um, even yeah, even and uh, that uh-huh. early
0: on, you could see that you already like exactly had your calling.
1: yeah, you already knew it. right, right. and i was I was seeing major shifts, um, just with my classmates doing this work, yeah, that is so interesting. Yeah. Um so my coaching program uh, the, sorry the the coaching certification that I went through where I got trained is called Journey and it was founded by two people, Noel Cordo and a man named John Kim. And John Kim, who's known as the Angry Therapist, he's got a few best-selling books out and he during the pandemic had developed an online wellness platform composed of therapists and coaches so that individuals could attend Zoom classes and get support from helpers. And while I was still getting certified as a coach, one of the founders, John, of our entire coaching school um, asked me if I would be interested in coming in to teach women's intimacy because he said it's so needed and we don't really have a lot of people like this. So I, 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 it was, yeah, it was, it was a really golden opportunity for me to come in and just start reaching many women on a weekly basis. So I did that. And, um, I, within all of that, I, I started developing my structured eight week program and clients started coming in very quickly. I was then working two jobs, essentially. I was working at the DA's office and seeing clients on my lunch break, seeing Mm -hmm. clients in the evening and something had to give. So I had about three weeks vacation time banked up that I hadn't used during the pandemic. And I took three weeks off from, from my DA job to see, okay, what could I build in three weeks? And how do I like this? And you know, I'm a very financially cautious person. <laughs> mm-hmm. So um, I, I, I had a business coach at the time, and he said to me, "Rena, what more proof do you need that that this is viable, that there is a need for this?" And so I made the scariest decision I've ever made, and I've made a lot, ladies. <laughs> um, and I thought, well, if I can't do this, who can?" Right. Yeah. If I and this is already right, I've I've seen amazing results with my clients. I literally can't there aren't enough hours in the day right now for me to have two jobs anymore because I need to sleep too. Yeah. So um so I did it and it's been the most exciting ride I've ever been on. I don't have children. Um, I'm not going to have children, but this is this is my baby. Every day yeah. is a surprise. Um I'm getting to watch it grow. I'm nurturing it. I'm loving it. Um sometimes I'm frustrated with it. But of course um, that's life. Is... <laughs> yes, yeah, right. And and you know, you know.
0: You know. But yeah.
1: You know, you know, but it's been know. a beautiful <laughs> ride and an unpredictable one, but a really the most rewarding thing I've ever done. Yeah.
0: And on that road, we found you and you found us. Yes. Mm-hmm. And now you're with us as well. And made hot. Made hot platform. Right. And we are so happy that you are our intimacy expert on the yes. platform. And that you said yes to us as well.
1: Yeah. <laughs> right. No, and I knew that you were on to something really special when when we first spoke, Um and I could tell that you were not only building a community, but really a family. And we don't want to do life alone. I don't want to raise my baby alone, right? Yeah, <laughs> of course not. You're going to get extra family members. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, so you're the aunties to my baby. Um, <laughs> I love that. I'm an aunt. <laughs> aunties Maya Malu, <laughs>
0: auntie, <laughs> Auntie exactly. Malu, and Auntie Maya. I love that. I like that. Yes, I'm digging yes. this. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is amazing. I love this story. It's so nice to hear like the whole background. I know we've been, we've been talking about it back and forth, but it's so nice to get like this whole story just like told by you in your own words. Yeah, and I noticed that while listening, it was almost like, no, don't stop talking. Like, continue. Yeah, continue. continue. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's been just like, Almost like soothing to listen to. I love like, I lo- I love life stories like this. Yeah. That people actually have the guts to change their lives and just shake it all around and actually do something about Taking their the steps dreams or thoughts or feelings and not being afraid.
1: I-, I love that. And that is exactly what you did. Yeah. It's what what I did, but also what, you know, I'm here as an example to women that you don't have to follow the path that, that you thought you wanted or the path yeah. that everyone else has set out for you. Exactly. exactly. That last part, I would say super important.
0: Yep. Super important. But we're going to talk to Reina again. So the next time... We will see each other, so to speak, mm-hmm. <laughs> through Zoom and through mics and through all these technical time zones, time zones and stuff. We're going to talk and go more deeper into your story. Yes. Like the different life decisions that you've made that were really heavy on you. And that's just yeah. going to be... So interesting to listen to. Yeah, we're going to be mesmerized, I think. Yeah, Yeah, we're going to be mesmerized. I mean, we've heard a little bit, but it's going to be amazing to listen, to just listen and take it in. So, yeah, so Reina, if we like, if you just talk and we don't talk and we stop, then you know that we're just so mesmerized that we don't even remember to ask questions. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Hey, Hey, Maya, wake up.
1: (laughs) That I've soothed you so much that I've actually put you to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) No, just like a hypnosis with Uh, the story. Yeah, the (laughs) hypnosis. (laughs) Exactly.
0: And I mean, we are not like any by any means podcast professionals. So it's okay. Yes. If we do get hypnotized. It's well, going to be kind of cool. It's going to be first, cool. The first podcast <laughs> hypnosis yeah. that are hypnotized.
1: <laughs> well, we got to wow, break uh, new Yeah, and, I, and then I, f- I find out that I have this new skill that I didn't even know I had. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, something new to
0: add to the coaching program. <laughs> <laughs> you see what happens when we talk? New, new ideas new stuff, is <laughs> up. new stuff is coming up to the surface <laughs> but anyways uh, we thank you so much uh, for sharing some bits and pieces of you and so nice for the Main heart community to get to know you a little bit yeah it's a wonderful intro episode yeah beautiful beautiful all right thank you ladies so much yeah and until next time thank you so much talk soon again You made it to the end of this episode. We salute you and thank you. Tune in every fortnight for a new episode and make sure to subscribe so you don't miss out of any of the goodies. Our listeners experience is why we do this. Therefore, we encourage honest reviews, engagement and feedback. Follow us on social media on MadeHot underscore. With love, Maya and Malou.